a public service announcement with guitar. You have the right to call in 202-588-0893. This is Your Rights at Work. Chris Carlock here once again with Brother Ed Smith. If you've got questions about your workplace rights, the ones you have, the ones you don't have, the ones you wish you had, give us a call 202-588-0893. Ed Smith, good to, good to see you, brother. Good to see and hear you. My uh, co-host is just becoming the phone number guru. <laughs> Years ago, Chris would never remember that number, but no. it's probably worth it. Probably worth it one more time because we love to have callers uh, come in and, and talk to us about uh, their issues. So 202-588-0893. I'm doing well, Chris. Did you have a good Halloween? That's the important question. I did. I did. A little bit of rain, a little bit of rain, but all good. Lots of lots of little ones in the neighborhood. So it was great yep, to see everybody out. Hey, we've got a great show for you. Uh, our pre-election show in our first segment. Can the hotel workers union save the Democrats? It's a good question. We're going to have American prospect editor at large, Harold Meyerson. Uh, plus, uh, we're going to be joined by somebody from the local uh, hotel workers union uh, to talk about that. Also, we're going to have a special on the ground report from Georgia, key battleground state. I don't know about you, but I've been getting uh, emails from uh, Senator Warnock about every hour on the hour. Uh, Sam Weinstein uh, is going to join us along with Mark Brooks in just a couple of minutes. Get uh, get a little on the ground report on the get out the vote efforts by labor in that battleground state. Uh, and then I'm, I'm giving a cue to, to uh, engineer Mike here in the second half of our show. We have got a brand new song. I'm not even sure this has even been posted anywhere. This is obviously a song about choice and voting. And we're going to talk about getting out the women's vote uh, with somebody you may have heard of, Ed Smith, Elise Bryant. Always, always happy day when Elise Bryant comes on our show with her fierce advocacy and great smile. She'll be wearing her uh, hat as president of the Coalition of Labor Union Women. Also, uh, Benita Williams, she's an SEIU 32BJ member. She works as a cleaner in the State Department, but these days she has been volunteering uh, on the ground uh, throughout the DMV to get out the labor vote. Uh, but first, here's going to be my dash ad. You, are you buckled in ready for my uh, labor news headlines? <laughs> I'm buckling in now. All right, here we go. AFL-CIO bashes the Federal Reserve over rate hike. Uh, here's a long one. Essential grocery workers unions commend attorneys general lawsuits to stop Albertson's $4 billion stockholder payout. That's the story we've been following. Uh, this the, You're going to love this one, Ed. Big meat companies want to use smartwatches to track workers every move. There's, there's got to be a good idea, right? 
A uh, couple, couple of good ones here. Yale has agreed to the first graduate union election in three, count them, three decades. Also, negotiations resume between union workers and ingredient. Fingers crossed on that. Uh, another long one from uh, our home state, Ed. This comes out of Buffalo. SAG-AFTRA and WGA East are deeply distressed by a judge ordering Starbucks workers attempting to unionize to turn over communiques with reporters. We're going to have to get somebody uh, on the show to talk about that. This seems uh, very suspect, frankly. And then I just saw this one just before the show. I had to include it, Ed. Musk's Trump-style management rattles Twitter workers awaiting layoffs. Um, this story, and I wish we had more time to go into it because, it's, it's fr frankly, it's, it's fairly disturbing, Ed. But just a little taste of it. Since uh, Elon Musk closed the deal on October 27th, finally, uh, workers say they have not received a single official communication from anyone in a leadership position at the company. Now, you may remember, Ed, that uh, Musk was talking about firing 75% of the people who work at Twitter, which means that if you work at Twitter, you have no idea what the heck is going on. Right. I mean, just yeah, yeah, no, yeah. no clue. You're basically reading tea leaves, watching the news. Um, they, they weren't even told that that Musk completed the purchase, that their CEO and the top execs were fired, that Musk had dissolved the board. He'd installed himself as chief executive. Here's a quote. It's like Twitter's culture has been completely turned inside out overnight. Mass trauma event over here. It, it, it oh. seems like a hell of a way to run a company. Uh, well, you know, that is distressing. Uh, obviously, they're not unionized over there, um, but I suspect even if they were, they'd be in for a hell of a fight. Uh, you know, this is going to be something to watch uh, just because this is such a huge, huge corporation that affects uh, millions and millions of people on a daily basis. Uh, pretty scary stuff. Yeah, the, the, the uh, up in Buffalo, that's also worrying. A judge telling me that I've got to turn over any communications I had with a Washington Post reporter or anybody like that. I, I, I don't know. I did not hear about that. Did not read the article, but that seems very troubling to me. I I don't understand the circumstances where a judge would do that, unless maybe there's some or evidence the judge may have in his or her uh, chambers that uh, the employer put out saying they that we believe that some communications were uh, slanderous or something like that. But uh, that is unusual. I've never seen it before. Um, but then again, you know, I'm, I haven't seen everything in life, so who knows? Uh, but definitely want to follow that. Um, and then the merger. That, to me, is another big story. Uh, we, as you know, we had some people on last week uh, that talked about that and, and uh, did it much better than you and I can. But uh, hopefully we will continue to fight these mergers, and it's wonderful to see uh, AG offices uh, challenging it. Well, and very specifically, a quick follow-up on that story. The thing that they're fighting uh, right now is that in that merger between, because uh, it's at um, Kroger's and Albertsons, what they're trying to do is do this big cash payout. Um, I think it's, I, I can't remember whether it's from Kroger's or from Albertson. Somebody could call in and, and, and tell me on this. But one of them, what they're doing is is uh, a big cash payout, which is supposed to come in the next you know couple of days, I think. It's coming up pretty quick. It's why they had to file a uh, suit. 
basically to kind of uh, uh, lowball, you know, and, and put the, put one of the companies where they can go and say, hey, we got to merge because we don't have any money. When they, that's what they talked about that when they were on the show last week. Right, right. Um, so it's really kind of a transparent setup. Uh, so that's why the uh, folks were very happy that, you know, the, this coalition of attorneys general from across the country got together to say, hey, um, you know, this is this is not a good idea. So we'll see. But that's sort of a pell-mell thing that's going on there uh, right now. Anyway, those are our, uh, our dash through the labor news headlines. If you want to talk about any of those, of course, 202-588-0893. All right. In our first segment, as promised can the hotel workers union save the democrats interesting question joining us now to talk about that uh frequent uh, flyer here on your rights to work harold myerson editor at large at the american prospect welcome harold good to be here chris so you started out I, you are the master of the lead i mean can i just tell you as a you know <laughs> to journalist myself I, I i love your lead here's your lead for this column yesterday it doesn't work when our members knock on doors and start talking about the candidates, says Gwen Mills, the secretary treasurer of Unite Here, the Union of Hotel Employees. This is a story about door knocking. I, I love this. You've you got me from the jump. Now explain, please. Well, uh, Gwen was referring to uh, their precinct walkers, in particular in Las Vegas, where, of course, Unite Here is uh, the union of uh, the casino hotel employees it's a huge local local 226 culinary it's got 50,000 members uh and also because Nevada has a very tightly contested senate race gubernatorial race and three house races uh, Las Vegas has been saturated with television attack ads mail etc and they don't want to hear about this no reasonable person uh, at this juncture, whatever that person's politics <laughs> may be, is going to open their door. And if someone says, I want to talk to you about candidate X, uh, that door will likely be slammed within a nanosecond. So that is not what uh, the approach of the hotel workers is. This, is. this is a union that has done more precinct walking, certainly relative to its size, which is uh, as I said, in Vegas, it's 50,000. Nationally, it's, uh, I think, somewhere between 200,000 and 300,000. Uh, in, in 2020, hardly anyone of any particular political persuasion was actually door knocking because of COVID. Uh, however, the hotel employees who were still working had all kinds of safety devices beyond just the masks and protocols devised for them. So the union figured out, well, let's walk precincts and use those. Uh, and they did. And, uh, you know, hundreds, many hundreds of their members were walking precincts regularly well before the election then, and they're doing it now. But they don't lead with the candidate. And that, that that's what's really smart. And that is, I think, is a lesson to Democrats. If it's too late for, for this year, the lesson will still be good henceforth. And what they lead with is this. Of all the uh, cost of living increases, particularly in Las Vegas, the most egregious is housing, is rent. Rent within Clark County, which is Metro Vegas, um, has risen by 25% in one year. And mm. for you know a largely working class city, that's a disaster. And many of the Unite Here's own members, 
and many more of their non-members and spread across Vegas uh, have had to, you know, bundle up with, with others, move in together, some are homeless, the works. So they had devised um, a, a plan for rent control in one community uh, and the city council overrode the petitions uh, to get rent control in that city, but now they're doing it on a statewide basis, which frankly is something the Democrats should have done uh, and since they have a, you know, a hold on the legislature for now and the governor's office. Uh, so they lead the precinct walkers with, uh, will you sign this petition uh, for rent control, which, which limits rent increases to the overall rate of inflation, which sounds pretty, you know, which is, is nothing great, but, you know, rents are rising at four times the rate of uh, inflation generally. Then, you know, if the person at the door is receptive to that, they will point out that uh, uh, Governor Sisolak, who is the very embattled Democratic governor, at the moment, and uh, Senator Cortez Masto, who is the equally embattled Democratic senator uh, facing a Republican challenger in a race that's more or less a dead heat, support this measure, and their Republican opponents oppose it. And that, I would suggest to you, is a pretty damn smart and successful and strategic way to reach out to voters, even voters who have been saturated with uh, every form of uh, campaign advertising. Harold Marson, he's editor-at-large at the American Prospect. Uh, let me go to Ed for a quick question and then bring in uh, a couple of more folks to join the conversation. Ed? Well, Harold, thank you for coming on the uh, show again. And, and actually, your last statement uh, usurped my question to you because I was very interested. How do you go from the discussion of the issues to moving to really the purpose of getting out the vote and and by linking um, the candidates' positions to the issues that the voters say are most important to them is very wise. Uh, do you feel that that strategy is moving the dime? I mean, have you been able to, I, you know, I've looked at polls and the polls don't seem to really kind of move a whole lot. So I'm interested uh, if, if you are sensing that it's, it is working. I think you say that in the article, but uh, what, uh, what's your sense of it? Well, you know, um, at the moment, uh, I think that those two Democratic uh, officeholders whom I mentioned uh, are either behind or in the case of Cortez Masto, she seems to have come up to pretty much a, a position of being tied in the last uh, couple of days. But, you know, I mean, first of all, the doors on which Unite Here knocks belong to people who don't usually vote and who aren't often included in polling samples. Uh, what Gwen Mills, who is the union secretary treasurer and uh, basically their electoral uh, strategist, what Gwen Mills says if if is if the race is winnable, we will have helped push it over the top. And I think that's a very fair statement. And I think that was certainly the case uh, in Nevada and uh, Arizona in 2020. And you know their other their other big canvas is in Philadelphia. Uh, you know, getting trying to get out for mainly the African American vote there. Um, so the you know where they intervene happens to be where they have a critical mass of members, or in the case of Philadelphia, members and nearby members like who come down from New York. Uh, and these are all every little bit helps, 
And what they're doing isn't a little bit. Um, they've, they've had 800,000 contacts at this juncture in the three states, uh, or really the two states and, and Philly. Um, and, you know, those races are all, uh, are all very close. Um, Arizona may be, you know, out of reach for governor, but Mark Kelly looks like he'll be reelected as senator. So we shall see. But it's the biggest, you know, it's the biggest precinct walking uh, operation on on our side of the fence in those jurisdictions. There are obviously others, you know, in other places by unions, by non-unions, by progressive groups. Uh, but I don't know any group that has it quite down to the level of science that uh, that they have it in uh, in Vegas. And Vegas also has the old uh, Harry Reid operation, which also has proven, you know, pretty successful, among other things, in, in giving Reid himself a couple upset victories uh, earlier in his career. So we shall see. Harold, uh, really just a quick question, uh, and then we'll go to the other question questionnaire. Um, one of the things that I think has been pretty interesting to see is the use of early voting and absentee voting in the last few elections. And some of the strategies, of course, have changed in terms of canvassing. It's much less likely now you're going to have poll workers at the day of the, of the vote. It's more that getting out the door knocking weeks before. Uh, what's your thoughts on that real quick? Well, in Vegas, they started door knocking in March. And Ooh. that was sort of like, you know, a, a prototype test. They test messages. They test all different approaches. Uh, Gwen gave me like a statistic for how much more likely a voter is to stay and listen when they lead with issue X rather than candidate Y. Uh, uh, so, yeah, um, uh, obviously uh, voting has become something that isn't limited to Election Day. And uh, uh, the best operations, and Unite Here is not alone in this, the best operations calibrate what works and what doesn't and what's the best way of getting that person's ballot in be it you know urging them to vote on election day or mail it in or uh, drop it in a drop box etc let's uh, add to the conversation in fact go out to the field uh this is another battleground state uh that's uh, in georgia uh joining us now uh, is uh, well, Sam uh, Weinstein usually reports uh, for us from the UK, but has somehow uh, found that when I talked to him earlier, he said he was uh, in the middle of nowhere in Georgia. Sam, where exactly are you guys? We're in Stockbridge, um, which is just on one of the outskirts of uh, Atlanta. Oh, okay, uh, okay. And we've had a, a fabulous response, frankly. We're we're doing the Labor to Neighbor program, um, so we're talking to union households. Um, and it's a very mixed group, black, white, Latino, um, and consistently we've had people saying they're voting Democrat just straight down the, the line, which means uh, Warnock um, and the candidate for, for, for governor. Stacey Abrams. Yeah. So right. we're, we're, really, we're really very pleased with, with the results of the canvassing. You're also there, I understand, with uh, Mark Brooks. Uh, Sam is retired from the utility workers. Mark is still on staff at the utility workers. Uh, Mark, can you tell us a little bit about the, the effort in Georgia? I mean, I've been getting a ton, a ton of emails, so I'm really happy to hear about the field effort. <laughs> well, the uh, state AFL-CO is coordinating teams all over the state. Um, uh, Sam and I volunteered to come down to work sort of the metro Atlanta 
area. And obviously the program is to uh, reach out to union households and voters and make certain uh, that, you know, they're engaged and uh, that they're either have voted or preparing to vote. Uh, you know, the labor vote is, is always very important, but if the, if the suburbs are going to decide uh, this election, I'm encouraged because we're out in a suburban county. It's actually almost exurban. It's sort of rural and suburban. Um, a lot of union voters out here, and we're finding the voters that we find at home, they're enthusiastic. Maybe they already voted uh, or they're uh, planning to vote, and they're completely committed to supporting the, uh, you know, labor's candidates, the working family candidates. So um, we're encouraged, and we're going to go knock on some more doors, doors until uh, through Tuesday. Yeah, if I can add to that, I just wanted to say that of the target group we have from the AFL, um, 50 percent have already voted, which is phenomenal. And I think what they're saying now in Georgia is that over two million people have already voted, which is just fabulous. I mean, it means that our vote is really coming out. That's how I read it. We're talking with Sam Weinstein and Mark Brooks. They are in the field uh, in, in the Atlanta uh, exurbs. Uh, let me bring Harold back in. Uh, both uh, Harold, feel free to ask a question. I know you love to get these kind of on-the-ground reports as well. But uh, this question about the early voting, because I've seen these stats also, that it's running way ahead uh, of the, the last midterms. Um, thoughts, comments from you on, on what that might mean? Uh, it's uh, not clear what that means. I, I, I think that probably means that uh, partisans on both sides uh, are revved up, uh, and the polls show that partisans on both sides are revved up. Uh, I mean, it's good, you know, I mean, if, if, you know, if, in that sense, it's good for both sides, but we don't know which one it's better for. Uh, um, so, uh, I, uh, in, in, in terms of the response you're getting is is there any difference between support for warnock and su support for uh for abrams because you know the polls show that warnock is 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 generally doing better in his race than abrams is doing in hers have you guys encountered any any differences there i have not and and that may reflect the just the union votes um that you know folks are uh who are engaged with their unions are supporting uh Union candidates, uh, including uh, Abrams as well as Warnock, uh, but I know the polls show a slightly different. Uh, there, there's some percentage of uh, right. of uh, what's the word uh, split vote, uh, split ticket voters, but uh, we've not encountered that uh, amongst union voters so far. Okay, so I'll jump in. Uh, I'll jump in with another question on what you're finding in polling, and we we know that. Uh, in some of the Midwestern states, unions have really lost ground, or Democrats have lost ground with unions, I think, as union members, I think is the better way to say it, and um, uh, trying to bring them back in the fold. Uh, in Georgia, let me ask you this. Uh, so you've said uh, you've talked with your union members, and, and it's a diverse uh, uh, membership. Are you seeing any uh, weaknesses in the Latino um, vote, the Latino union vote? Um, and, you know, I, I, I don't know the statistics from the last elections there on how, what the percentages were, they, you know, have been pretty traditionally Democrat, but it has been slipping. So have you seen that or have any analysis on that? Well, as Mark said, um, obviously we've got a very targeted audience, um, which is union members or their families. And 
my experience uh, haven't been a lot of Latino voters, but the ones that I have come um, across and have been canvassing have been solidly voting Democrat. It hasn't been a uh, question at all. Um, I know what the statistics are saying all over the place, but but what we're finding in the field of our folks, uh, it's not a problem. We just uh, reintroduce everybody uh, in the field. We've got uh, Sam Weinstein uh, and um, uh, Mark Brooks. Uh, Sam's retired from the utility workers. Mark is uh, still on staff, the utility workers. And then uh, here in D.C. with us, uh, Harold Morrison, editor at large for the American Prospect. Uh, Harold, I wanted to go back to your column yesterday, um, which is it's focused on the hotel workers, you know, that have been doing just tremendous uh, work at the door. But the, one of the things that caught my eye was your point that I mean, one of the things that a lot of the reports I've seen are that fo folks are really focused on inflation and that that is pushing people towards being more concerned. Uh, and somehow, I don't know how they get there from, from this, but, you know, that the Republicans somehow are going to manage this better. Setting that aside, though, your point is that the hotel workers have been able to find a way to talk about inflation and related issues in a way that Democrats have not. And I'd like to hear from you and then and then bounce that out to, to Sam and Mark for their comment as well. Well, yeah, I mean, uh, they had an analysis in the spring just when they saw their members' rents going up by, you know, uh, 25 or, or in, in some parts of the Vegas area, uh, more than 35%. Uh, they had an analysis. They looked into private equity buying up whole blocks of housing in Vegas. Contrast with, you know, the the, the state officials who were slow to get, uh, you know, to get a response to this. I mean, there's still no, uh, you know, I mean, they haven't gotten any rent control through uh, uh, anybody of government yet, although. This will now probably, uh, as a result of this, be an, you know be something that they can do on a on a city level within Vegas. But there's a slowness there, you know. And Democrats have particular things that they're emphasizing now. Uh, you know, President Biden a few days ago recommended a windfall profits tax on uh, on on the oil companies. Not exactly radical. I mean, the Tories have implemented this in in the UK. So. Sam, uh, you know, <laughs> uh, there you are. Uh, uh, and, you know, other issues where the Democrats should forthrightly point out that they have a better position on drug pricing, et cetera, than the Republicans. The Democratic uh, uh, pollster Stan Greenberg has written numerous pieces at the prospect about how this stuff actually polls well when the Democrats run on it. And given given that every every poll shows that the cost of living and inflation is uppermost is the issue uh, uppermost in more voters minds than any other issue uh it you know uh, it, it's something the democrats have needed to address for a while i mean they're getting to it now but now is to put it mildly a little late <laughs> not as late as november 9th but yes you're, no, you're getting no. that sam sam and sam and uh and mark you, uh, paul sorry you want to you want to comment on that yeah first of all let me just say my hat's off to unite here uh their strategies are uh always brilliant uh and i commend them for this one as well and let me also just point out this is not not to suggest that uh this has been suggested but this is not really an opportunistic uh kind of thing i mean working people 
union members in particular care very much about runaway housing costs. Sure. So, uh, you know, I think it's obviously a brilliant strategy for Unite here to, uh, you know, to lead on uh, a ballot issue that actually benefit their members and benefit the working class generally. I mean, that's that's yeah. what we should do as unions. Um, and th- and they get, and to use that as a way to talk to people about other, you know, candidates on the ballot and stuff to, to lead with that is, is just, uh, I think, brilliant. Um, now, we've done this before. I mean, uh, and I think uh, working family advocates ought to push, you know, referenda uh, ballot measures, for example, to raise minimum wage, things that working people care about. Uh, and then we talk about those things um, more than the party. I mean, I think it really is the labor, it is up to the labor movement to talk about issues that, you know, political parties are would be slow to, to warm up to. Uh, so, Again, hats off to uh, to you and I here for, for doing that in Nevada. Well, and, you know, there's a history going back to the amalgamated clothing workers building housing, uh, you know, uh, housing for the, their members in New York in the 1920s and 30s. So, uh, you know, <laughs> there are times and places where labor absolutely gets it and does something about it. And we are going to have to leave it there. Thanks so much to Harold Meyerson, editor-at-large at the American Prospect. Also to Sam Weinstein and Mark Brooks in the field, at the doors as we speak. Good there luck to you in guys. Georgia. Yes, good luck to you guys. I'm going to want to check in with you on Election Day. Thank you all for joining us. Really appreciate it. Thanks a lot. Thanks, Chris. Thanks, Chris. Right. Take care. Thanks to Mike Nacella for engineering. We will see you all next week. Take care, everybody. This is our moment. This is our moment. Collectively, Collectively, we can make the difference. And all we have to do is vote, 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 vote. We've got the right. We are Get up!